The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, after what has seemed like weeks of rain, I hope that you're enjoying the gorgeous summer weather finally in the city of Edmonton across the region. As uh, Eileen mentioned, a heat warning is in effect. We'll keep you updated uh, on that throughout today. It is in place for today and tomorrow. We'll touch on that coming up just a little bit later on. Lots to get to on the show today, plus a couple really cool giveaways as well. But want to get right to this this afternoon. Three months yesterday. Yesterday, until you cast your ballot in the next federal election, 90 days out and appears the uh, race is tightening up with the Conservatives leading by a bit. Now, a new seat projection released by the Laurier Institute for the Study of Public Opinion and Policy suggests the Conservatives will get just three more seats than the Liberals. But as I mentioned, it's also suggesting that the Liberals are gaining momentum. All we know for sure is campaigning is well underway and it's going to be, well, for some people, a long three months. Joining me this afternoon is Abigail Beeman. She is the Ottawa correspondent for Global News. Hi, Abigail. Hi, I might be one of those people for whom it will be a long three months. I was thinking exactly you when I was uh, talking about that. And I'm thinking some of us, any of us in, in talk radio, I know some people really love it. Some people, it drags on and on. What is the... Long in a good way. Yes. <laughs> what is the feeling in, in Ottawa right now, Abigail, just with, um, you know, uh, session is done, um, really, you know, the... The campaigning really has been underway for quite a while. What What's the feel? What's the talk there these days? Well, the talk today is really all about SNC mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. So this company has obviously been in the news for the past year for all political reasons. Uh, but this morning they came out with some uh, poor numbers on the financial side of things. And I think now uh, many of us are taking a closer look at maybe we would have if this had come out, you know, a year ago uh, without uh, without the political scandal that had gone on. Uh, but they're announcing a reorganization, mm. getting a out of the oil and gas sector entirely hmm. and uh, they're uh, taking a, almost a two billion dollar write down and the reason that everybody is talking about this today is because it couples with some other big political news uh, which is that the prime minister's former right-hand man Jerry Butts uh, is going to be back as part of the liberal team helping the campaign this fall and of course he resigned uh, in the uh, at the height of the SNC-Lavalin scandal a few months ago so interesting from the political perspective as well. Is, is it all that surprising that Butts is back in the fold. Um, I mean, him and uh, the Prime Minister have been uh, close friends for a very, very long time. Um, is it a surprise to anyone in Ottawa that he's that he's back, kind of maybe steering this ship a little bit? Well, it's a it's a very important question, and the answer depends on who you ask. <laughs> of course, for all the reasons that you just said, it's not surprising. This uh, longtime friend, trusted advisor, but the other side of it is, well, you know, is this the Liberals signaling that they think voters don't care about the SNC Lavalin affair? Uh, you t- you opened this by talking about uh, the tighter gap between uh-huh. the Conservatives and the Liberals just a few months ago at the height of the scandal. The Liberals were polling, cons- uh, sorry, excuse me, the Conservatives were polling ex- uh, considerably higher than the 
Liberals uh, because of SNC. So that's a question that I put to a Liberal MP and a Cabinet Minister uh, who are holding an availability today. I said, you know, are you sending the message to voters that you think they don't care about this anymore? Is the SNC problem behind you? And uh, they wouldn't exactly answer that question directly, but that's what people are talking about, mm. even that they're willing to bring this person back on board. Yeah, there's been, uh, in some of the articles that I've read, there's there's been some talk that, uh, you know, from, from what some of the Liberals are saying is that out on, you know, when they're knocking on doors and stuff, that it's not ranking up there as high maybe as they thought or what uh, some other folks might think it, it would have been. Um, when you look at this and you kind of take a look at some of these polling numbers, Abigail, it's it, it seems really like there's not a lot of enthusiasm for any of the leaders. Are you seeing that? Well, I, I think that's true, and uh, I, I know that on the West Block, when we spoke to Barry Kay, who's behind those new por- polling numbers this weekend, he said basically the same thing, that there's just nobody that people are excited about. But, you know, we are a long 90 days away from the election. There's a lot of um, uh, people aren't paying as much attention in the summer. Lots of people are on vacation, um, all of those things that we yeah. know. So. Things may change. Uh, you know, uh, anything can happen during a campaign. So we'll see if somebody is able to uh, garner more interest than someone else. But that is where things stand. You're, you're absolutely right right now. When you talk, look at some of the fundraising um, that, that's been going on. There were some numbers, I think, released today as well on, on who's doing what. What did you find on that? Uh, yeah, I haven't actually been looking into it. It was more SNC. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry, Abigail. I'll put you on the spot there. No, no, no problem whatsoever. Uh, but, you know, the headlines of that are that uh, the NDP have been consistently trailing in terms yeah. of fundraising. And uh, historically, and again, I, I wasn't looking today, but uh, that's where what people are talking about in terms of fundraising. Uh, conservatives have been very strong for a while. Liberals uh, have been strong as well recently. But the, the question when you talk about fundraising is, what is the NDP... Uh, going to do throughout this campaign. yeah if you if you break it all down and I wouldn't mind to do it a little bit with you as you know from 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 the from the conservatives over the next 90 days what do you expect to see from from Andrew Shear and his team well, uh, Andrew Scheer needs to be able to convince people that he is the right person to lead this country. He needs to separate himself from Doug Ford in Ontario. Uh, the Prime Minister continues to try and associate Andrew Scheer with Doug Ford and also consistently Stephen Harper. So he's going to need to uh, continue to prove that he is his own leader. Uh, I think that uh, you will see what you've continued to <laughs> have been seeing from the Conservatives, which is pushing hard against uh, the carbon tax. I think that the mm. environment is... In, in several forms will be a key issue and not just for the Conservatives uh, but for the Liberals and obviously for the Greens as well. And, and from um, the from the Liberals and, and from the Prime Minister, you know, wanting a, a second term here, um, given what's happened, you know, you look at SNC-Lavalin, you look at a lot of the stuff, I mean, it seemed a couple of years ago that it might have been a, a shoe in it, that, that, that uh, it might be an easy win for him. It's showing anything but that now. So what do you, what, what do you think the storybook's going to look like for him over the next three months or the playbook right so the playbook yeah and that's again why it's so interesting that he's brought jerry butts back and that's why the big question is so do you really think that snc lavalin won't have a big impact on the campaign you can bet that the conservatives will be hammering hard on that front i know you asked me about the liberals and mm. from their standpoint i believe you'll hear a lot from justin trudeau about the strong jobs numbers that's something that's hard to argue with yeah conservatives 
will push back on the economic front as well. But so far, that's been the Liberals' uh, leading claim uh, in their playbook uh, in terms of why uh, voters should continue to trust them for the next four years. It seems that uh, the NDP leader, Jagmeet Singh, since he took over that role, just has not been able to gain any traction uh, as well. Just kind of, you know, over there, not really making much of 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 an impact. That's going to be, this is going to be a big battle for him, isn't it? Huge. I mean, remember, just a short time ago, we were talking about whether Jagmeet Singh would be able to even win a seat yeah. running uh, in the by-election uh, in Burnaby. Uh, there are polls that show the Greens getting stronger and stronger, but don't see anything showing that the NDP are on track to do that. So he has a lot of ground uh, to cover, to make up. Uh, in terms of his uh, campaign platform, I mean, what we've heard a lot from from the NDP is about affordable housing, mm. uh, about pharmacare for all. but. These are also things that the Liberals talk about, and in some cases, yes, taken from original NDP ideas, especially on pharmacare a few a few years ago. Uh, so it's a tough position to be in when they have to say uh, how they can uh, uh, distinguish their ideas from the Liberals. But also, the follow-up question is constantly, well, how would you pay for that? If mm-hmm. was, uh, your plan to roll out uh, national pharmacare in that manner? Well, how how are we gonna how are you gonna pay for that? Uh, and what does that mean for for taxes? And of course, that's a question that all all of the parties will be asked. In- uh- Abigail, do you want to take on Health Canada's food guide? <laughs> oh, well, Andrew Shear wants to take on Health Canada's food guide. Um, so I uh, uh, was at a that that news conference, the media avail- availability I mentioned this morning with some some liberals. Uh, they have written, have issued a letter to Andrew Shear asking him to back science uh, and and back um, uh, science, make other promises in terms of science evidence, such as bring back the long form census. Mm-hmm came out of um, the food guide and Andrew Scheer making claims that this was not based in science. So the health minister this morning fired back saying, uh, yes, absolutely it is. And uh, she, she's uh, upset to hear Andrew Scheer's claims that it's not. So that is also going to be uh, something to watch going forward. How much that will play into the campaign, how much voters care about the food guide as an election issue. Mm. I, I'm not sure. We'll have to see, but certainly an interesting uh, battle brewing here in uh, July in Ottawa. Uh, Abigail, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thanks for taking the time. Looking forward to chatting with you again over the next few months. Thank you so much. Absolutely. That's uh, Abigail Beeman uh, this afternoon, the Ottawa correspondent, uh, Global National. Uh, what are your thoughts? I know some of you are texting and like, did I miss something? Election call? Well, no, it's it, it. <laughs> October 21. Uh, we have fixed date procedures, right? So um, it is scheduled to take place on or before October 21st. Um, the October 21st date of the vote is determined by the fixed date procedures in the Canadian Elections Act. So we're just, you know, looking ahead. That's the date. That would have been three, right? July, August, September, October. Three months yesterday, if that uh, was going to be it. So how are you feeling uh, about this right now? I mean, to be honest with you, none of the leaders are really blowing up my skirt, um, impressing me too much uh, right now. Um, There are some... Mm, points for for each of them I guess I, I you know I, I really think and I think we we've talked about this I think the the Liberals might or are going to have a very difficult time getting any seats uh, in in Alberta um, 
And I'd like to see more from Andrew Shear. I, I really would love to see more from Andrew Shear. I have enjoyed talking to him the couple of times that uh, he's been on on this show. Does SNC Lavalin is that? Does that play into anything for you at all right now? I suspect for a lot of folks out here in Alberta, that might have play a small thing, but I think the uh, the pipeline, um, TMX is going to play a bigger role for, for anyone on that front. I do think it is interesting that Gerald Butts is back in the fold after uh, stepping down uh, before. But again, it's uh, it's not surprising. I mean, the two of them have really been inseparable for years upon years upon years. Now, some new numbers that they've been showing is uh, when it comes to fundraising, and I had asked uh, Abigail a bit uh, about this, the Liberals seeing uh, continued growth in some grassroots fundraising according to this new, uh, some new studies and new polling that had been done. Um, the big one... As we know, in Ontario, a key battleground for every election campaign. Um, And Abigail mentioned this as well, is the relationship, the leadership of Premier Doug Ford there. That is expected to continue to figure prominently in the federal discussion. Uh, The Liberals have their saying that they've heard a strong uh, response about Ford's policies uh, during door-knocking efforts. So you can expect to hear more about that as well. Um, I saw a couple of already huge campaign signs, or not campaigns, but signs uh, around... The city of Edmonton just driving around on the weekend, and I tried to figure out, I couldn't read who it was from, didn't have my glasses on, um, but it was a picture of uh, Liberal MP uh, Randy Boissonneau with a picture of uh, the Prime Minister standing beside him saying, you know, let's vote uh, Randy Boissonneau out. Again, I think it's going to be it's going to be a feisty one. It is going to be a feisty, feisty one, my friends. So what are you thinking right now? Um, do you know if you had to cast a ballot tomorrow? Who would it be? Is there any wavering for you? Or right now you're like, no, I know. I know what I'm going to do. Let me know. I know it's hot outside, but it's hot in the studio as well. I don't know if it's the temperature or if it's the fact that I'm 48. It could be either, and you just never know these days. Um, or it could just be that we're talking politics, and uh, that'll get everyone all fired up this afternoon. So some of your texts coming in this afternoon... Beth says, um, this will be one of the few elections that I will be voting for a candidate, not a party. And that's always uh, that's always an interesting one. I can remember I can remember early, early on, uh, you know, my, one, one of my first times I was ever able to vote. And I was in uh, Thunder Bay and I had, you know, I was curious. I didn't know, you know, do you vote for the party? Do you vote uh, for the for the uh, for the person? And and that's a that's a tough one at at, at times. It, it it truly is. And I think uh, some of us struggle with it. I know some of us don't. Some of us are, you know, diehard conservatives. Some people are diehard liberals. Some people are diehard NDPers. Whatever whatever it is, um, you know, and, and you go with the party no matter what. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, depending on the person, th- that can that can uh, make things a little little tricky. Uh, this one says, PC, yes. Uh, <laughs> this text, um, if you want to sign your names to it, that'd be, uh, that'd be great. Our next PM will certainly come from the discount bin. Some tough talk there. Regarding SNC-Lavalin, um, this texter saying it was nothing but a smoke and mirror scandal. How do you think um, Jody Wilson-Raybould 
and uh, Phil Pot will do in the next uh, federal election. Um, I think they said that they were running as independents. It will be uh, another one to keep a close eye on just to see what happens there. I mean, do you think sometimes you like the idea of... <laughs> Independent, like independent uh, members. I know I, I've told you this before, and I was up in Yellowknife uh, a while back, and that's how they do it. No one's tied to a to a party, and they and they vote based on uh, you know what they feel. And I I wonder sometimes what that would look like on a larger scale. Um, conservative. Hands down, says this texture. I'm not sure how anyone, even the left-leaning people, can think Justin is doing a good job. Well, you know, one of the things, the the, the job numbers starting to come uh, back up, as Abigail was talking about, so that's getting a bit of attention there and, and helping push those poll numbers up a little bit because, again, a few months back, uh, it was quite a bit different. So let me see if I can go back here. Um, yeah... I was just trying to find those last numbers here, but anyway, yeah, they were they were a little bit more, uh, you know, was a uh, quite a bit more uh, space in between them. It's changing now. Um, Fred from Smokey. <laughs> okay, you know what, you guys? Here's the deal. If you want me to read your texts, um, you know, just how about you be an adult about it? Okay, if you don't like one politician or another, uh, you don't need to call them a bleepity bleepity bleep because I can't read that on the air. Let's lose. Let's use your big people words. Let's use your adult words. Okay, and then we can we can have this conversation. That would be much better. Uh, modern political parties are a, uh, are an affront to democracy. Says this person. Um, liberals have to go. This is from Andrew. Liberals have to go. Conservatives all the way. Just hope it's a majority and not a minority. Well, and that's a that's an interesting thing right now because they're pretty close. So what does that look like? And again, I know there's we're we're, we're months away, but what would that look like? Um, and and who would hold the power in that? You know, uh, we're hearing a lot of talk about the Greens right now. What is that going to do? We're hearing you know with the NDs, uh, the ND uh, the NDP party right now. The numbers suggesting that they're going to lose a number of of seats federally. Um, this one says, hold my nose and vote liberal. Sheer will not be good for the average Canadian and will benefit mostly the rich. That's an uh, interesting uh, text right there. Cam from Millwood says, Jay, I was a conservative voter for years, but I just can't anymore. I voted liberal last election and will do so again because I like our candidate. I am not necessarily a big fan of Trudeau, but our candidate is good and I'll vote liberal every time. Conservative track records on the rights of women and children, not great. I'll never vote conservative again. That's Cam out in Millwoods. Lyle says, I knew 40 years ago when I was old enough to vote who I was going to vote for in this election, and it isn't Justin Trudeau. Someone is uh, throwing in there shout out for Maxime Bernier. Uh, this one says, a sheer Kenny combination scares me. Therefore, I'll be voting liberal out of necessity. So this is one of the things that I love when I start hearing about how you're thinking about it, what you're thinking about it, and, uh, and, and the reasons why. Discount bin, yeah, separation, the West's only hope, says this person. David says the government doesn't create jobs, business create jobs. If I pump billions into the economy, of course, jobs will be created. That's from David. Uh, Daryl says, Jaylin, you need one of those old bike horns. Yes. 
this is the first federal election where I find all parties and leaders resemble Family Guy or The Simpsons. None are impressive. And right now, I would kind of I I feel that way when I look across the board right now. I'm going hmm. This is going to be an interesting one. There's just nothing there, as I said, that is uh, blowing my skirt up. I'm voting the Liberals out. SNC-Lavalin, India, eyebrow and water bottle fiasco. Water bottle fiascos are making me feel shame to be a Canadian. Trudeau did this to me for the first time in my life. Okay, you can get a hold of me anytime at 6.30, 6.30 again. Keep your texts, uh, you know... Otherwise, I can't read them. I can't read them if they're just full of a bunch of crap. You're just wasting your time. You're wasting my time. And let's not do that to each other. There is a heat warning in effect for the better part of uh, central Alberta right now, including the city of Edmonton, St. Albert, and Sherwood Park. Um, this ridge of high pressure continues to build or say, build or say um, daytime highs today near 30 degrees up to uh, yeah, and tomorrow as well with the humid acts could be even warmer tomorrow. My producer, producer Brad comes over to me. And he says, tomorrow's going to be ugly. And I said, why is that? He says, he says that the humid acts was going to be around 36 degrees tomorrow. And I said, 36 degrees is great when you're sitting by a pool with a pina colada in your hand. So uh, keep that in mind. And again, uh, you know, try and stay cool over the next 24, 48 hours. Yeah, that was smart. eh? Let's stay cool, but let's talk politics right off the top. Maybe that wasn't so smart the 2.30 news and when we come back we'll talk about weather we'll talk about storm chasing after this